Hey everyone, this is Mary DeMuth and this is Pray Every Day, where I have the privilege of praying you through the Bible verse by verse. As I started this recording just now, I felt the Lord say uh, that there is someone out there who is lamenting their past, particularly a difficult childhood, and they feel like, or you feel, if I'm, I'm just going to address you uh, directly, you feel like you will never get over it and that you will continue to have flashbacks and you will continue to be wounded by it. And I just want to say to you that it is a process and there are, at least in my own story, there are long lags of time where I didn't feel like I was moving forward. But just remember winter. In winter time, a lot of things are happening beneath the surface and springtime eventually comes and all that hard work that's done underneath that's not very evident will become evident. So hang in there. The Lord is for you. He loves you. He knows the pain that you're walking through. And um, I pray that He would send a friend your way where you can process some of this pain because sometimes it's just that we need to let it out. All right, today we're in Leviticus 7, verses 1 through 18, and we'll finish up Leviticus 7 tomorrow in the World English Bible, and this is what it says. This is the law of the trespass offering. It is most holy. In the place where they kill the burnt offering, he shall kill the trespass offering, and its blood he shall sprinkle around the altar. He shall offer all of its fat, the fat tail and the fat that covers the innards, and he shall take away the two kidneys and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins and the cover on the liver with the kidneys. And the priest shall burn them on the altar for an offering made by fire to Yahweh. It is a trespass offering. Every male among the priests may eat of it. It shall be eaten in a holy place because it is most holy. As the sin offering, as is the sin offering, so is the trespass offering. There is one law for them. The priest who makes atonement with them shall have it. The priest who offers any man's burnt offering shall have for himself the skin of the burnt offering which he has offered. Every meal offering that is baked in the oven and that is prepared in the pan and on the griddle shall be the priest's who offers it. Every meal offering mixed with oil or dry belongs to all the sons of Aaron, one as well as the other. This is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which one shall offer to Yahweh. If he offers it for a thanksgiving, then he shall offer with a sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mixed with oil and unleavened wafers anointed with oil and cakes mixed with oil. He shall offer his offerings with the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving with cakes of leavened bread. Of it he shall offer of one out of each offering for a heave offering to Yahweh. It shall be the priest who sprinkles the blood of the peace offerings. The flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving shall be eaten on the day of his offering. He shall not leave any of it until the morning. Mind if I pray for you. Lord, thank you for providing for Aaron and his and the priesthood there, that they were to eat part of this, and this was part of the system. And we we see echoes of that today when we give tithes and offerings, and um, it's our surplus that ends up paying the salaries of those who are in full-time ministry. But Lord, I also think that... Um, there is a spiritual principle here as well, that as we serve you, you feed us, you provide for us. I know that as when we were living in France and we were living on 100% support, I actually deeply knew that you were our provider because we were on support and we were basically at the whim of those who <clears throat> were giving to us. And I saw the one-to-one -one correlation between um, their generosity and giving and our bottom line and being able to pay the bills. 
But when I moved back to the U.S., uh, that slowly started to fade. And because Patrick and I had jobs, we began to believe the lie that we were our own provision. And it's only been in the past couple of years where I finally come right back around to realize that you provide. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are the provider for us. So I pray for my friend today who is struggling financially, and it is stressing them out. And I pray for provision. I pray for a new job. I pray for money to come out of nowhere. I pray that um, you would feed and clothe and shelter my friend who's scared and worried and lonely. And um, Lord, I pray uh, that you would surround them with community, that you would give them the gumption and the humility, which is hard to admit need, so that their community could come around and bless them just as it happened back here in Leviticus. Lord, thank you for not only being um, our provider, but giving us the privilege of being part of that solution for others. Help us to have open hands, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to Pray Every Day. You can help the podcast by leaving a review, or you can also share it with someone who may be lonely and may need to know someone's praying for them. So please do that. And uh, I just appreciate all of you and thank you for praying for this show. You are a blessing to me.